Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we introduce a new model in the Ocean KG-1000G series with some new feature upgrades and enhanced functionality. We'll also take some of your comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialist. When we first introduced the Ocean KG-1000G back in December of 2020, we had a vague idea that it would get a lot of attention from the GMRS community. Little did we realize just how popular it would become. Of course, there's always room for improvement, and we've received a lot of great feedback from fans of the KG-1000G with suggestions on how it could be enhanced to make it better. As fans ourselves, we listened and got to work, collaborating with Ocean to create a mobile and base station radio that takes the KG-1000G to the next level. Now, we are excited to unveil the next generation of this series, the KG-1000G+. Yeah, I'm so excited to be doing this one. Uh, the KG-1000G Plus has been in the in the works for quite a while. This is um, the changes to this radio are based, uh, like Rick said, a lot on user feedback. Uh, so we really hope everybody likes it. So first of all, I guess the big question here is what is uh, what is different with this new model. And really, before we get into the differences, well, I guess we should really cover what's the same. This is basically a KG-1000G. Yeah, you want to like talk, recap what the KG-1000G is and what the, the main yeah, features sure, a little of the bit, radio. A little and, bit. And uh, all that. Yeah, that's the core features. Uh, the KG-1000G and the KG-1000G Plus, uh, they're both 50-watt GMRS uh, mobile radios. They're type-accepted for GMRS. So the, these are absolutely 100% legal GMRS radios. Um, and it's a business quality radio, um, super heterodyne receiver. Um, this is based on the hardware of a ham radio. So you're getting a lot of functionality baked in just because of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's still... Uh, the KG-1000G, when we introduced it, was clearly the best and most feature-packed GMRS mobile radio available anywhere. And I think that it still is. And I think that the features that we've added with the Plus make it even better and, and a much more usable radio. Well, from the feedback we've received from our customers, uh, it sounds like they concur with that. Anthony, this is probably the what the most popular GMRS mobile we've ever sold. Oh, absolutely. 
I would say it's definitely the most popular out of all the mobiles that we carry. Um, the the numbers show that with with uh, products sold. I mean they they the the, the one thousand and the one thousand G compared to some of the other mobiles that we sell, they do the same thing. But as far as GM is the core stuff, GMRS repeaters, uh, CTS tones that, but the 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 KG one thousand G and and the plus take a little step further with being able to receive different frequencies and monitor different frequencies and and uh, putting two together to make a repeater things different things like that. I think that the the popularity. I think there's a good reason that it's a popular radio and it's because feature for feature, if you put this radio beside any other, uh, I think that the KG-1000G wins. Any other GMRS radio built for GMRS radio, um, this the KG-1000G has more features and better performance. Um, so I, I think that's what speaks for the good, good sales numbers. I, th- I think it helps too that we have handhelds that, are made by the same, you know, Wooshin makes mm-hmm. repeater capable, um, basically the KG-1000G in handheld form, minus the 50 watts, of course, but, um, and a lot of people like that. A lot of people want to go, look, if I'm buying a, a certain brand mobile, I want a, a handheld that does this, you know, that's made by the same manufacturer. Yeah. And I think that yeah. uh, that helps tremendously as well. Yeah, that's a good point. So we've got this KG-1000G that we've had for a couple of years and we've had a lot of feedback, uh, most of it positive, but there are a few things that um, that our users wanted to see in this radio, a few other enhancements, things that we could always improve on. Uh, and there's no such thing as a perfect radio, of course, but we're always working to improve on this as best we can. And uh, with that, We've collected a lot of those suggestions and a lot of that feedback, and, and you've gone back to Ocean with it and said, hey, here's what we need to do. Here are the changes we need to make. Um, what can we do? How can we make these changes? And uh, what happened here? Um, well, um, what happens is you go to Ocean and you say, here's the list of things I want uh, in this, the next version. And of course they go, well, here's a list of the things we can do. <laughs> and it's, that's a shorter list. Uh, but, uh, I, I think that we got a, a lot of what we were asking for. Um, they were able to make some improvements in audio, but that's really the, the only hardware change I would say that happened with the KG 1000 G plus most everything else is software on the radio and behavior, how things uh, on the radio work. So um, most of what we were able to accomplish was making this, I guess, a more seamless radio when compared to some of the um, newer handhelds that we have. Well, let's go, let's go through them because we've got them sort of categorized or compartmentalized in, in different categories. Um, We've got, uh, a number of changes that we've made, but to different aspects of this radio. Let's start off with the usability and the consistency of the radio in general. Um, all right, that that's a good place to start. All right, as far as usability and consistency, I would say the primary thing that we did was update all the menu names and all the function names to be more consistent with 
the handheld GMRS radios that we've come out with over the last year or so, like the the KGS88G, the um, the KG935G. With those radios, we've we've really kind of figured out what people are looking for, and we know how to make them um, more user friendly for for GMRS um, community, and also. KG-1000G, a lot of the menu names were what you would see on a ham radio. Like the, mm-hmm. the name of the menu option was uh, the ham radio name or a, a lot of the names you'd see on an import radio. So not really yeah. clear. Like a lot of those menu names don't really make sense if you look at them. So you kind of have to have the manual when you're reading or flipping through the menu because they're not self-explanatory. Hopefully now just by navigating through the menu everything makes sense without needing the manual right in front of you um also there were several features in the kg1000g that weren't even active that were Mm -hmm. were literally ham radio features that we disabled but they weren't able to remove at that time uh so that just causes confusion for people if you have uh offset for example yeah the frequency offset was was one that it's not even really needed in, in GMRS land because everything is awesome. It's just a set offset. Right. It, it, and, in, in the ham world, you have generally two menu options, yeah. shift direction, and then you have offset. Shift direction um, tells you whether to uh, add or subtract the number of megahertz that are set in the offset field. So, uh, this is great if you're in the ham world where you may have a repeater, uh, you know, at, at various offsets. Right. If they're fixed in GMRS, it's always right. going to be um, plus five megahertz. So there was no point in even having that no option point. there. So we we got rid of it. Yeah. And now we have one um, menu option called repeater, yes, no. So if you're in frequency mode on the radio, you uh, just set repeater yes if you want to transmit to the repeater offset. I think it's a lot more usable uh, that way. Let's change some of the function names to eliminate confusion. Um, what's an example of this, per se? Uh, band is the one that, that stands out to me. Yeah. I, um, the KG-1000G and the Plus support uh, multiple band reception. And by band there, I mean... Uh, the 134 to uh, 174 megahertz band. The there's the 400 to 512 megahertz band. It, but this radio can also do um, six meter, like 50 megahertz. Mm-hmm. It it can do uh, 800 megahertz. Very very wide receive range, and the band function uh, will jump you quickly from one frequency band to another. But with the other KG-1000, the previous KG-1000G, band was also the name of the button on the front of the radio and on the hand mic that would switch you um, between area A and area B if you had dual display turned on. And that could be really confusing for some people. Yeah, well, it's just – I don't know that that many people were confused by it, but it's just – I don't like using the same word. To mean different things. Well, it is confusing. <laughs> yeah. What context are you know are are we looking at here in, in using that that feature? Right. So we changed the wording. We, it's now area, 
and it's consistent between the front of the radio and the hand mic. Um, we rename. I mean, it, it was strange before. It was called main on the hand mic, and it was called band on the radio. Um, so now, now we we just call it area to switch the between area A and area B. I think it's a lot simpler. Now let's talk about some of the physical or the cosmetic um, changes to the radio. I think a lot of these are in the the uh, buttons on the front panel. I think. Uh, yeah, well, we just talked about the uh, band button on the front mm-hmm. being renamed to area, but we also added a little weather icon onto mm-hmm. that area button. Which is nice. I like that. Uh, well, even in the KG-1000, holding that button down would activate weather mode, but no one knew that. <laughs> because no one's reading the manual. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no icon on there. I mean, the, the KG-1000G has a dedicated weather mode. To get NOAA weather channels, you don't have to go to frequency mode and find the frequency. You can just you know hold the um, area button in for a couple mm-hmm. seconds and you're in weather mode. It'll always remember the last weather channel that you tuned to. Anthony, um, were you getting a lot of calls from people uh, like like how do I activate the weather? How do I? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's that was uh that was uh, a slew of calls. And once again, they didn't read the manual. <laughs> I don't um, even know what the point of writing the manual was. If nobody reads it, they call us up and say, "How do you do this?" And yeah, I'm sure some uh, people read it. Yeah, um, we I'm also sure. made weather mode more accessible by on the hand mic. Um, if you press the number one key, it now mm-hmm. says WX um, on the key. That previously was a band key, and it had the same exact function as the main button at the top. So you had main and band that did exactly the same thing. Um, now we just change main to area and um, replaced band on the number one key with weather. So now pressing one will take you right into weather mode and uh, you can access it. Through well, there the were a mic. few changes made to the hand mic in that regard. There uh, were a couple other keys that uh, were changed. Uh, we also changed the number seven key, which was a shift direction key mm-hmm. that was pretty useless on GMRS. We kind of talked about that earlier, but now that turns the repeater function on or off. So it does activate repeater mode if you're in frequency mode on the radio. Now, uh, also the high-low power key before, that was just changed to just power, PWR, power. We left the key the same. The five key changes the power, but instead of H slash L, now it just says PWR. Uh, Also, I believe uh, the six key... Yeah, um, would change between VFO channel mode and, and frequency yeah. mode, and it said MR slash VFO uh, and yeah something cryptic before. Now it just says mode. Now um, we did touch on the menu options, um, and we talked a little bit. I think you talked a little bit at the beginning about rearranging and reordering the menu options a little bit, but we really didn't. We really didn't expound on that uh, to the point where why this was such an advantage for for most users going through the menu. Um, and I think that's mainly because um, people go through the menus. They're, they're used to seeing things in certain spots in the menu. But 
what we did here was we arranged it to to make everything that was similar to other menu features kind of grouped together. Yeah, that that is something that we started doing with the KG935G, where we would group like items and then um, put more important items at the beginning. Mm-hmm. With the, the KG1000G a couple of years ago, um, we were looking for consistency with the ham radio version of this radio, thinking that most customers that buy this would be the ham market that was looking to go to GMRS. Turns out, no, it's a lot of new people that aren't radio people that are, yeah. are coming to this. So it makes more sense that this radio is compatible with the 935G, the S88, um, those newer handhelds that we have. So now you do see, uh, if you're used to your 935G, you're going to be happy with the KG1000G Plus because mm-hmm. we do group men, we keep the same names in the menu. Uh, we group things together in, in, in a similar place. That was one of my um, that was one of my quibbles with some of the other ham radios, in particular, where there didn't seem to be any rhyme or reason as to how things were were ordered in the menu. They just had it looked like they had things all over the place, and uh, with an exception of maybe. If you were looking at CTCSS and DCS codes, sometimes they'd group those menu items together, but the rest of it was just all over. Right. And offset kind of off and yeah. shift display were always never next to each other. Like yeah. on some of the ham radios, like you had to put your offset in and then go up six or seven different menu items. And oh, there's my my yeah. direction. It, yeah. It just it, that never made. I, I want to be able to go through and. Put my offset in and, and then go up to the next menu item and boom, my, my direction's right there. Yeah, that that makes more sense. Right. Well, hopefully now it looks like someone actually put a little bit of thought into it and did things that make sense. I mean, you're still going to probably, you know, everybody's going to say, well, why do they do do this? And the, trust me, we, we put a lot of thought into it. And it's uh, <laughs> there's a reason why things are where they are. But uh you know, it's probably not going to make sense to everyone. We have some other items. Scanning is uh, another item or another category where we've um, made some improvement on. And uh, let's talk about scanning options a little bit. Uh, yeah, the scanning, the priority scan is um, where the main, a lot of the main changes happen with this radio. Previously with the KG1000G, priority channel um, was something you could only set in the programming software. And now for those that aren't familiar, priority scan is a mode that you can activate on the radio that um, while you're listening in normal standby mode, the radio in the background will be checking mm-hmm. your priority channel um, you know, every second or two for activity. And if activity appears on the priority channel, which is a channel that you're not set to, like a non-active channel, um, then it will will automatically let you hear what's happening on the priority channel. And this is a great feature. Mm-hmm. If you have a channel that, like, for example, you, you know, you, you and your wife are talking on frequently and you are happen to be over on your repeater channel talking to your friend, you want your wife to be able to get through to you, right? Oh, yeah. Of yeah. course. Well, it depends hey, on who you ask. <laughs> yeah, so that's that, true. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Uh, 
a good <laughs> that's a good use for the priority channel. So, um, I don't think enough people use priority channel. And with the KG1000G, I, I admit it was lacking in the function that we would let people have because you couldn't set your priority channel. You, you, know, you had to have the programming software to do it. And yeah. then you uh, turn on priority scan. And if anything ever happened on the priority channel, it would interrupt what you were listening to in your, on your main channel. So, my my wife wouldn't use it anyway. I can't even get her to use the radios to begin with. So that's a, so, that's a different topic. So it, uh, the priority channel was almost too good a lot of times because it would interrupt. If you, if you were getting an RX uh, on whatever channel you were tuned to, mm-hmm. you might not want the priority channel blasting in and, and overriding the channel that you're the currently active channel, I guess I should call it. So now there's a new menu setting that let you control if you want priority to interrupt or not. You want the priority channel mm-hmm. to only appear on standby or anytime, as it did before. Sounds like a powerful feature. You know, speaking of powerful features, there's something else that we've got in its own category. This has to do with squelch adjustment. I think this is kind of a big one for, for some people. Well, let me finish the priority All right, channel. Okay. I'm sorry, oh, yeah, you're getting ahead of me here. Oh, I'm just trying, is, to keep it mo- I'm, I'm trying to keep it moving. <laughs> uh, well, there, there's a couple other th- things with priority scanning that we need to get to. Like um, in previous KG-1000G, there was no way to switch to the priority channel quickly. So if the priority, if you get a transmission from the priority channel, now you got to use the channel knob to change to the priority channel. Now you can assign priority select as a hotkey and jump straight to it. So if you happen to get a, a RX on your priority channel, you just press a button and you can go straight there, assuming you assign it to one of the, the keys. Um, also, you can now set your priority channel straight from the radio. Uh, with priority select. So set that that new menu option selects the current active channel as the priority channel. You can assign that to a hotkey or it's available through the menu. Now, Rick, what were you saying about the squelch? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have another really powerful feature that's in its own category, and this is the squelch adjustment. This is, uh, I think, a nice upgrade for the radio. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty nice. I, I like this one too. Um, if you are adjusting your squelch, um, you know what's really useful when you're adjusting your squelch? Being able to, like, while you're receiving a signal, to change the squelch and knowing immediately if the signal's gone or if it appears. As if you were just adjusting it on a knob. Yeah, not having to go into the menu, change it from four to six, and then you have to back at, save it and go back to the channel in the, in the regular display to listen if it made any changes or not. You Trial know, and error difference. method, yeah. Here's where I'll use it. I'll use it to like eliminate a signal. Like If I'm getting a really weak signal that's annoying right. me, I can just go into squelch and lower the squelch until that um, RX goes away. Mm-hmm. And then I know I'm low enough to not hear that annoying, uh, annoyingly weak signal. And then I can save it and move on. So, yeah, I like, uh, I like the squelch. I think that was a good one. Let's talk about the navigation of this uh, a little bit, the uh, navigation of the menu and, and of the features of the radio in general. We've got a couple of changes there. 
one thing that I think is worth mentioning here is that pressing exit while you're editing a menu item will now return to the menu uh, instead of exiting the menu completely. It'll go to the menu so you can go in and, and go to other menu items, yeah. which is a nice because otherwise, you know, in the past, it would take you out of the menu altogether, and then you have to go back into the menu and go all over, you know, go back to the next item that you wanted to go to originally. This kind of streamlines that somewhat. Yeah, I, I looked at that as like, there's no right or wrong way, but mm -hmm. I thought it made sense that it, it worked consistently with the handhelds. And in right. the handhelds, you mm -hmm. hit exit when you're in a menu item. It just takes you back a step instead of back all the way. Um, Anthony, I take it that uh, one of the complaints people had was that you can only get weather mode in, in uh, on the A area, correct? Right, right. So now you can you can access it on either A or B. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Right. Yeah that that was behavior that that was inconsistent. Like people would, as far as you know, sometimes weather mode works, sometimes it doesn't. Maybe you don't realize that. Oh, I'm on the B area. And weather mode doesn't work on the B area. Um, mm -hmm. So now, anytime you press the weather button, it's going to come on no matter what. We also updated scanning. Mm -hmm. Like scanning was kind yeah. of inconsistent in weather mode. It, it didn't work in weather mode. And um, there's also some quirky stuff with the scanning in FM radio mode. So now, no matter what mode you're in, frequency mode, channel mode, um, weather mode, FM radio mode, if you press scan, it should work. And if you are scanning, you can use the arrow keys to change direction up and down. Yeah, I, I, some of the handhelds will let you do that. But uh, actually, uh, the, the previous version, the 1000G, really wouldn't. No, it, wouldn't the previous one would let you do the changing direction, but only in certain modes. Like uh, if I recall, yeah. it wouldn't work uh, in wouldn't FM work. radio mode. You know, or CO mode or something like that. Yeah. Right. And yeah. uh, still, I think you have to be in um, TO, TO or CO mode, mm -hmm. if I recall. Uh, now for the display icons. A couple of little minor changes to the, to the display icons. Nothing really big, but uh, we've got um, – We've got a, a minus indicator, a dash indicator, I guess you, sh you could say, uh, for the receive-only channels. Um, that's no longer showing on the display. Uh, right, right. If there's no transmit frequency, it would put a minus mm -hmm. on the screen as if you had a negative offset. And we have a new weather indicator also that pops up when the weather mode is active. Uh, right, so, right, a little so cloud icon, I believe, if you're in weather mode. Well, let's talk about the programming software just a little bit. Um, I think that uh, for those who are just pulling the radio out of the box and, and prefer to program directly from the radio, it's not a big deal for them. But a, a lot, for most people, they will go to the programming software. And they've had a few quibbles with some of the Ocean software. Uh, what changes is have been made here in the programming software. We, we did a couple of things. Um, well, first of all, we made it read better. If you're an English speaker, you know, we tried to use more descriptive text for all of the column names and all of the feature names. Um, so that that's an easy one. 
Now it looks better if you go in there and it's more readable. Uh, but we also added a couple of things like uh, the there's a field now where you can edit the area message, what we're calling the area message uh, on the screen. If, if you have dual display off, um, it only shows a frequency or a channel on one side. And previously, the other side said KG1000G. And that was fixed. Now you can edit that message and put your call sign there or, you know, whatever you like. It's nice. Yeah. And that has a maximum message length of eight characters, right? And that'll work for the GMRS call sign. You put your GMRS call sign in there. Be fine for that. Uh, I think that's pretty much all that we did to uh, the programming software. Okay. Let's talk for just a moment about the programmable function keys. Now, at the top, we we were talking about before some of the changes that were made, the cosmetic changes that were made to the top. One of the changes that was made that before there was a key icon and then you had the A, B, C buttons on the top and that key icon that designated that that key was for the key lock. That was totally changed, and uh, instead of the key, there's a D icon. Now you have not just three programmable keys on top, but you have four, which is a nice addition. Right. That That's my favorite addition, I'd say, uh, because there's so many customizable functions on this radio. And mm-hmm. we added quite a few more to mm-hmm. the KG-1000G+. Uh, there, there are things that were not programmable previously, but now there are. And you only had three spots you could put them. Now you have five because we've, like you said, changed the lock key to be programmable. And you can assign it to lock if you really if you really like that. Um, but also um, the side key on the hand mic yep. is now programmable to anything you like. Previously, it only could be used for remote control type functions. And that's the thing about all these keys is that before each one had just a few options that you could choose. Now you can, it's the same menu of options and you can assign any of the keys to any of the options uh, in that menu. And uh, so you have a lot more control over what you can do with those programmable keys, which I think is, uh, I mean, you assign any option to any key that you like. I think that opens up a whole new Another, aspect of, of another thing that we did of operability. I agree with you. And yeah. a, another thing that we did um, related to the programmable keys. Previously, there were functions on the radio that you could only assign to a programmable key, or maybe they would only be assignable to a programmable key or a hand mic button. Um, now we added all those to the menu as well. So if the, I believe the transmit power, for example, was not a menu option previously. Right. You could change it with the hand mic or you could assign it to a key, but you couldn't just go into the menu and change your power. So we have all of these new changes and additions, upgrades uh, to the radio, to the KG-1000G+. Now let's get to the nuts and bolts of this. What's the price? It went up by $20. It is now three eighty nine. dollars Three ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah. So previously it was three sixty nine ninety nine. Um, now three eighty nine ninety nine. But the good news is, you're gonna you're gonna steal this from me, aren't we? Aren't you? Uh, I was waiting no, for Anthony to do it. It's not what. It's, this is not <laughs> where you're gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna say the good news is the KG the original KG one thousand G is still available. Uh. 
We are not discontinuing the original KG-1000G. So if everything we've talked about on this episode isn't enough for you uh, for 20 bucks, just buy the original. Yep. Uh, And before Anthony says it, if you use promo code SHOW at checkout, you can save 5%. On that, right. on that radio. I knew that's where it was going. I should have, I should <laughs> have jumped in there and stole it. <laughs> Could have captured uh, the disappointment with the miracle of video. All right. And that's the KG1000G Plus from Ocean. All right. We do have a couple of uh, comments and questions from our blog and forum at twoayradioforum.com. And actually, we've got uh, mostly comments from the blog. There, there is one question from, from the forum that uh, I guess that we should address here real quick. Um, this is from uh, Denaladad. Uh, he's talking about the KGUV 9D Mate, and he says, I have unboxed my new radio. Um, and wants to know, he wants to know, does the software work for Apple? It seems not since the disks that came with the package are small, and there's no disk driver on my uh, Mac or MacBook Pro. Um I can only find the .exe files doing an internet search. That's from Denaladad. And uh, no, <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty much Windows only, unfortunately, at this point. Uh, what, which rating was he asking about? The KGUV 9D Mate. Um, I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe that the 9D Mate can be programmed through Chirp. I think you're right. Open source software. If you, it's probably not going to say 9D mate, but, but if you choose 9D, um, the KGUV 9D, it will allow you to program it. So, um, and chirps fully. They have yeah. a download for Mac. Yes. So it, it, that's sort of a, a workaround. We have one here from Don, and uh, this is about the new KG1000G plus. Uh, he wants to know, does the Ocean KG-1000G Plus allow you to dim the display? It's the only design flaw I'm aware of on the original KG-1000G. And to be honest, I'm willing to upgrade just for that feature alone. And that's from Don. Uh, that is something we need to to address a little bit because we've gotten a lot of... Believe me, the display dimming was on the list that I handed to Ocean and say, here's what we want you to do. But yeah. it was not on the yeah. list that came back as uh, this is something that we can do. Yeah. Um, and the reason is um, that it would take a hardware change to add display dimming. It would take an updated circuit board um, for the display on the radio. It, it, it is not capable hardware-wise to do dimming right now. Uh, now, you, you can turn it off. If uh, turn the display off or um, have it automatically turn off after a certain number of seconds, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people aren't aware that you can do that. If, if the, the brightness of the screen is bothersome, uh, you can have it turn off always or uh, after a certain number of seconds. So that, that is an option, but this, that did not change with the KG-1000G+. I really wanted it to, but it, it would have added a significant amount of time before we could have had this this version out because hardware changes are, are hard. But for those who are not aware of the display timeout, they would know this if they read the manual. 
<laughs> it's oh, in the, the manual. <laughs> you know, there's a couple of things we should talk about that are in the manual now for the KG-1000G Plus that were <laughs> not before, like remote control. Yeah. Mm. That's a, that all the DTMF functionality and also things like that. That's a, that's a. I think we should probably do save that for uh, another episode where we can go more in depth with some of we, that. We really should yeah. one day talk about the remote control features of this radio. I mean, you can turn yeah. remote yeah. monitoring on. Right. Uh, it's, it's, there's some cool stuff. You can turn the, the radio on or off remotely. We could do awesome. a couple of episodes just on, on that alone. At yeah, least one. Could. At least one. Well, that does it for our comments and questions in this episode. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buytwowayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. Of course, you can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or wherever you find podcasts. And you can also subscribe by email. Just click the subscribe by email button on the Two-Way Radio Show podcast page at twowayradioshow.com. Enter your email address and you'll get the latest episode of the Two-Way Radio Show as soon as it comes out. All right, that does it for this episode. Before we go, any other final comment? No? no. I don't think so. All right. By the way, welcome back, Anthony. Thanks. It's been, glad to be been, back. Well, we're glad to have you back. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It has been a couple of weeks, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. It has. All right. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feemster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're... Oh.